Hi, my name is Troy Grable. I'll be reading Exodus 10. Then the Lord said to Moses, Return to Pharaoh and make your demands again. I have made him and his officials stubborn, so I can display my miraculous signs among them. I've also done it so you can tell your children and grandchildren about how I made a mockery of the Egyptians and about the signs I displayed among them so that you will know that I am Lord. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, the God of Hebrews said, How long will you refuse to submit to me? Let my people go so they can worship me. If you refuse, watch out, for tomorrow I will bring a swarm of locusts on your country. They will cover the land so that you won't be able to see the ground. They will devour what little is left of your crops after the hailstorm, including all the trees growing in the fields. They will overrun your palaces, the homes of your officials, and the houses in Egypt. Never in the history of Egypt have your ancestors seen a plague like this one. And with that, Moses turned and left Pharaoh. Pharaoh's officials now came to Pharaoh and appealed to him, How long will you let this man hold us hostage? Let the men go to worship the Lord their God. Don't you realize Egypt lies in ruins? So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. All right, he told them, go and worship the Lord your God. But who exactly will be going with you? Moses replied, we will all go, young and old, our sons and daughters, our flocks and herds. We must all join together in celebrating a festival to the Lord. Pharaoh retorted, the Lord will certainly need to be with you if I let you take your little ones. I can see through your evil plan. Never. Only the men may go and worship the Lord, since that is what you requested. And Pharaoh threw them out of the palace. Then the Lord said to Moses, Raise your hand over the land of Egypt to bring on the locusts. Let them cover the land and devour every plant that survived the hailstorm. So Moses raised his staff over Egypt, and the Lord caused an east wind to blow over the land all that day and through the night. When morning arrived, the east wind brought in the locusts, and the locusts swarmed over the whole land of Egypt, settling in dense swarms from one end of the country to the other. It was the worst locust plague in Egyptian history. There has never been another one like it. For the locusts covered the whole country and darkened the land. They devoured every plant in the fields, all the fruit on the trees that survived the hailstorm. Not a single leaf was left on the trees and plants throughout the land of Egypt. Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron. I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you, he confessed. Forgive my sins just this once and plead with your Lord God to take away this death from me. So Moses left Pharaoh's court and pleaded with the Lord. The Lord responded by shifting the wind and the strong west wind blew the locusts into the Red Sea.
not a single locust remained in all of Egypt. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart again, so he refused to let the people go. Then the Lord said to Moses, Lift your hand towards heaven, and let the land of Egypt be covered with a darkness so thick you can feel it. So Moses left his hand Moses lifted his hand to the sky. A deep darkness covered the entire land of Egypt for three days. During all that time, the people could not see each other, and no one moved. But there was light, as usual, where the people of Israel lived. Finally, Pharaoh called for Moses. Go and worship the Lord, he said. But leave your flocks and herds here. You may even take the little ones with you. No, Moses said, you must provide us with animals for sacrifices and burnt offerings to the Lord our God. All our livestock must go with us. Not a hoof can be left behind. We must choose our sacrifices for the Lord our God from among these animals. And we won't know how we are to worship the Lord until we get there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart once more. And he wouldn't let them go. Get out of here, Pharaoh shouted at Moses. I'm warning you, never come back and see me again. The day you see my face, you will die. Very well, Moses replied. I will never see your face again. Man, I can't imagine how frustrated God was at Pharaoh. This is the ninth plague he put on the Egyptian people in the country. How many times does God have to show the Egyptians who he is? But when you look through this story, it was the same for Moses sitting at the burning bush. If you jump ahead and you notice that God performed many miracle signs, they're all documented all the way up through the New Testament and even in Jesus' time. How frustrated could he be? I mean, even Thomas said, I need to see the holes in his hands to believe, referring to Jesus after he had rose from the dead. So I ask, how many miracles do you need to witness in order to fully believe? Where in your heart is it hardened? What we need to do is we need to look at all the beautiful signs that God is giving us. And if we haven't given away our hardened peace of heart to God, we need to. If you go through life believing, but there's this one area that you're keeping in the dark, 
and you haven't given it to the Lord our God, then we shouldn't have hope that we won't experience a plague or a version of our plague that can impact that hardened part of our heart. So what is it today that you need to give over to God? Is it an earthly covet? For us adults, is it a new car, a bigger house? For the kids, is it a new phone, new clothes? Maybe even a new car for some of you teenagers. Maybe it's a personal issue. You, you, you judge others. Or maybe you're really struggling with an addiction. Alcohol, prescription drugs, even pornography. Or maybe it was a sin that you can't forgive yourself on, like adultery. The only way we can get past our personal plague is to believe that God will heal us and that we're forgiven. So I wonder what God is saying to you today. And where is he nudging you and showing you what he needs from us, from you? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful story in Exodus. Thank you for showing us that we are human and that there's times that you're nudging us, you're giving us signs, you're showing us miracles. And all we have to do is open our heart and our eyes and accept that it's you. Please, Father, don't let us live another day in the shoes of a Pharaoh and help us live in the shoes of a Moses that believes, that understands, that cherishes a relationship with you. We ask this in your name. Amen.